You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Monday of Mondays. <laughs> Happy Monday. January 13th. Yeah. And it is a good day. We have two good topics to return to our regular Monday series, Mental Health Mondays with Deaconess mm-hmm. Heidi Gaiman. Looking forward to chatting with her again. Uh, some great tips throughout the holidays. That was really helpful. And uh, now returning to the topic of emotions, we'll do that in just a moment. Also, we'll check in with Pastor Michael Salamink, Executive Director for Lutherans for Life on a number of life topics coming up January. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of life topics this month, so we'll check in with him in just a moment as well. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today, our regular Monday guest, Deaconess Heidi Gaiman for Mental Health Mondays. Good morning, Heidi. Good morning. Happy Monday, and uh, glad that technology is working. So. <laughs> oh my goodness, Monday. <laughs> It's a Monday. It, it apparently thinks that it's cold and I mean, it is cold. gray out, and it just doesn't want to go to work, that technology. We will not be beat. We can do this. We want to talk mental health. <laughs> That's right. So we're, we're before the holidays, um, we talked a little about emotions, and then the holidays, we, we, we dove into some of those topics specific to holidays, stressors, mm-hmm. things like that, um, all good topics that were very handy. Yes, they During were. During those busy times. Um, uh, so now uh, picking up again, uh, getting back to emotions and, and talking about them. So what would you like to dig into today? Yeah, I believe we're going to talk about power, agency, and anger. Mm. We're talking about emotions along kind of a spectrum because I think that so often one of the issues we have with emotions, which we talked about in our earlier episodes, is that we don't always have the variety of words that we need in order to express the emotions that we're having. We often think of anger as as just anger. We forget to group it with things like irritability and frustration and rage and the whole spectrum of what is going on there. When we talk about anger, it's very different depending on our experience of it and the things happening around us in our lives. Hmm. One of the words you forgot to include in that was Monday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Monday because it gets a bad rap, but you know, Poor Monday. today I'm not happy with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a good Monday, and we're all uh, glad to be here. It, it Sure, it presents its challenges, but challenges are good. Uh, as we talk about with our son, sometimes hard things can be good. Oftentimes, hard things can be good, and uh, we just tackle them, man. All right, so power and agency, anger, let's dig into it. Uh, what would you like to address first? Well, I think the connection of safety and our sense of safety in a moment, that connecting to anger is very new for a lot of people, I think. We often think about anger as something that just happens. Like we have no sense of control over it often, particularly when we struggle with anger, if that's one of the things that we struggle with. But because in the church in particular, there's a sense of judgment about anger, like we're just not supposed to have it. You know, it's something that we see as sinful or wrong or distrustful or against God in some way. And I think it's important to go back to first our biblical understanding of like what anger is and then move on to this concept of safety and its connection to anger. And maybe that gives us an understanding of where the anger is coming from in a moment. I had never thought about that connection before. This is why I love these Mondays. 
It's epiphany, you know. It, oh, it is epiphany. Ah, You're welcome. It all fits. We are having epiphanies <laughs> of our own. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for continuing that in our lives. Well, and this is why it's so important to talk about these emotions because of, of these connections that we don't uh, probably come to on our on our own thinking through emotions. Um, but talking about safety and that connection to anger, uh, what what makes us feel safe um, and empowered versus being um, disempowered and, and maybe that leading towards anger? Yeah, I think that's really true. The word um, empowered or the power of the moment is deeply connected to it. And a lot of times that's held in relationships for us, whether that is our relationship with God, obviously as our foundation, uh, but then our relationships with the people around us. And so if one of those feels off in a moment, or if we feel unsupported, if we feel uh, a sense of fear or humiliation or some other difficult emotions that are pretty challenging for us, then a lot of times those are the moments where the anger is going to well up. So we might, for instance, be going about our day and some things have happened that are difficult for us or challenging, like Andy said with his son. You know, you think about we experience life often like a preschooler does as well. A school-aged <laughs> child experiences life as well. We're just going through our stuff. We are able to deal with some challenges. But then if we are feeling off in a relationship in particular, I think that that's often where anger starts to poke at us more, where we move from, um, okay, I'm doing fine with this, I'm doing fine with this, and then suddenly, you know, we're not fine. And that might be, number one, we haven't really expressed ourselves to someone or to God the way that we need to so that we can get that emotion from inside of us to outside of us in a healthy way uh, to be able to express it. Or it can be, like I said, that lack of support that we feel in a moment that often pricks at our uh, sense of uh not empowerment, but the the adverse of that, the the reverse of that, of not feeling like we have a sense of control, uh, and things feel really off for us. So that's often connected with anger. Mm. Let's talk about context, the context of our anger. Mm -hmm. Context. You know, it's really funny because I think that most of us, if we sat back you know, if, if I was like in therapy <laughs> and we had a minute to think about that in silence, most of the time, some examples especially would come up for us. So this is not therapy, as we like to say every Mental Health Monday. But if you sit today sometime and give yourself, you know, three to five minutes of silence, let some memories come up. What when you hear the word anger, when you hear the word frustration or a powerful word like rage, what examples come to mind first, you know, and the context then usually tends to be somewhat similar, either similar relationships are present in those moments or a similar place that represents that for us. Some people experience, for instance, children might have a really safe home environment. Uh, so school or a group of people at their school might be the thing that comes up for them when you say the word anger. Or, you know, I, I know several students who it might be that timed test that they're looking at on the desk. Like that's the thing, you know? And we as adults have that too. Just different people in our life that bring a sense of uh, 
not control, not safety. And oftentimes those are the things that'll come up when we kind of think about a similar context of anger. Yes, we can get angry at home, we can get angry at school, we can get angry at work, we can get angry in the car. <laughs> you know, that might be another one for people. Um, at the grocery store, I don't know. All those places we might experience anger, but I bet if you sat with it for a minute, you might find some commonalities um, either in the space or in the relationship or in a style of interaction and where that is for you. You mentioned in the car or on the bike. I was just going to say Sarah gets angry <laughs> oh, yeah, on the bike. Right, sorry. <laughs> uh, just uh, this is morning, there actually. bike rage? Is there bike rage? I guess yes. there is. Right? It's still the road. When people it's try to run me over. Um, anyway, but <laughs> talking about the context and, and where where we experience anger, how does that um, then help us move uh, through those those emotions mm-hmm. of anger and irritability and frustration? Yeah, I'm a firm believer that 75% of it is being aware, you know, <laughs> bringing to our conscious what formerly was not part of our conscience. You know, most of the time we are just kind of going through life. And if we give ourselves a minute to contemplate it, to think about it, to let God work in that, to ask him for help where we need help. You know, God says in scripture, like anything that you can ask or imagine and Do we take him seriously with that, with things even as simple or as everyday as our emotions? And I think that's a powerful place to be is where we can let God tend to them because we've brought them to the surface. Well, G.I. Joe would disagree with you on that statistic. He says <laughs> knowing is half the battle, not the majority. Okay, half. So half the battle. I don't battle, know that but... G.I. Joe is a mental health expert. I think he has <laughs> other areas of expertise. <laughs> Deacon is Heidi Gaiman, Mental Health Monday. Uh, check out her work at uh, Heidi Gaiman Writes. Some great, we'll, we'll link to the YouTube videos as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Heidi, for uh, joining us for Mental Health Monday. More to come on the Mondays ahead. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll check in with Pastor uh, Michael Salamink, Lutherans for Life, and uh, a number of topics for life topics in January. Mm -hmm. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.